Oh, so you like listening to podcasts, huh? Well, so do a lot of people. As a matter of fact, millions of listeners are tuning into podcasts every week, and your next customer could be one of them. Did you know that podcast advertising is one of the most effective ways to advertise your product or service? And it's really easy to get started. Just go to podbean.com slash brands. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash brands to start boosting your business with podcast advertising today. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Hey, welcome everybody. Sorry about being a little late there. Um, we probably should have just waited. It was partially my fault as well. I was asking David to, um, I was like, we got to get my uh, you a mic. And he pulled out a mic. So he's had one this whole time. And uh, I just wanted the sound to be better because now that we have the audio podcast as well, and it was just bad idea, bad timing. And we thought we could do something in a minute that would have taken even longer. But we do have David here with us. He is uh, just doesn't have video and the mic did not work yet. So, um, <laughs> but so welcome to my co-host, David. He's the CEO of Para. If you guys aren't already uh, familiar, well, oh, wouldn't start there. Uh, but also today we are joined by Louie uh, from Delivery TV. And if you don't know Louie, you, you will soon. Um, you will hear in a little bit. Um, Louie is, uh, I, I'm, I was familiar with Louie. And then when he came here for uh, GigCon and the town hall, we really kind of got some real time of, of bonding. And I know he's on top of some of these issues like we are, like David and myself. And uh, uh, welcome, Louie. Thank you for joining us. I'm so happy to be here and with your audience. Woohoo! David, here. <laughs> I made it. I made it. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, well, we'll talk about it after too. Something else. Something else failed there too. <laughs> but I'll David, tell you later. Really live. <laughs> this is live. We're trying to get the best for the audience, and sometimes technology mm, never help. Hey guys, YouTube's free. <laughs> so uh but again uh you were you were gone for a second david but i was just uh welcoming louis and i was saying how when we met him in person it was it was just easy bonding kind of a lot of the same issues too he cares mm -hmm. a lot about the uh what's going on and i know um you know if you weren't here you probably didn't feel the connection that a lot of us had but um there was just a whole good energy the whole time and, yeah and i don't yeah and uh i i'm i don't know i i it was it was great meeting it was great seeing the passion behind you i know that before we even go much farther i want to i want to mention it now and again at the end 
Um, you have an event coming up in November in Houston, correct? We changed the date. And okay. I will I will share you the 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 reason that any it, it is a good reason. Uh, okay. So we create. And by the way, hello Sarah, I'm reading you. How are you? Yeah. Thank you for the comment. <laughs> Hi Traveler. Uh, Hi Sarah. <laughs> Hi Scrabble. So uh, I went to the Corbivore in in LA, and then I went to Denver, and I loved the the event, the atmosphere, the everything that was going on there. And I was thinking, well, I'm Hispanic, so. Um, We are a huge community and we don't have these types of event. We should have it. And then I thought, who is going to make those events? I have to do the events. I, I, I felt like yeah. I have to start this movement. I don't know. I felt the responsibility. You know, you have to do it. You, you don't have to wait for other to do it. I, I thought this is so my... You didn't, you didn't have it planned at all before the gig con weekend. No, no. I saw everything and I felt okay, inspired. Sweet. Awesome. And so I start sharing the information with some partners and some some friends and and I even mentioned something I think with David to you um and the response was huge so we I paid the venue and then I thought this venue is too small so I I now I have to change the venue but it's December so that create a problem so the event is going to be in in uh, May November, uh, May the 3rd next year. That is oh, wow. going to be the date. So that gives us time to prepare and to invite you all to come here to Houston, learn some uh, word in Spanish. Um, Hola, amigo. Como están? Something like that. <laughs> so you can come. Hello, to my friend. How are you? Come to Houston and enjoy the event. <laughs> Well, May, May 3rd, May 3rd is my birthday. So Oh, we're going to have a party with Margarita. And so, so if I if I can ask cuz it was scheduled for early November, right? Yes. So Too it was going to be about what? four or five weeks out. What what is the number that you decided this is too small? Uh well, I thought about well, maybe a hundred guys are going to come. So uh, you you had a venue that could potentially hold 90 100 people yeah something like that uh but it wasn't enough so i start to receive messages and and some companies felt interest and and the the some people even that uh show me the 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 plane tickets that they were going to buy and and everything started to grow and it was too big and the venue was too small so i decided to change it i had uh i talked with company the car companies And in this venue, we didn't have like a place to put cars. And that was another problem that we had. So in the end, we decided to, to move it with more time. Geek Fest, May the 3rd, Houston, Texas. Yeah. I wait for you here. So how big is this new venue? 600. Wow. We're planning that, 600. That's the wow. plan. Fill <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, it up. He's going huge, man. <laughs> he's going big. Yeah. But I'm I not alone. I, I have a friend who is a professional uh, girl creating events, Natty, and she is on fire. She knows how to do it. She knows the drill. Oh, you have a Houston event coordinator helping you. Yes, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm receiving okay. a help, so I'm not alone. And we are a team. So yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, to those that don't know, I mean, I'm sure 
I see that nine or 10 are in here now. Um, I know we were late getting started again, guys. Sorry about that, but um, it's live streaming. Um, but for those that don't know, uh, Louis' channel is geared towards the Hispanic community, but it also, it's not a small or even smaller or even just kind of big channel. In our niche space, his channel is a monster. I mean, I, I think like you're up, you know, he's, he's got over 60,000 subscribers. Um, I've seen his lives. Subscribers don't always tell everything, but I've seen your lives. You have a lot of people in those lives. Um, you yeah. know, you've, you've got, you've got over 200, 300. And uh, so you're, you've actually got a real community there. That's big. Exactly. And I know you're based out of Houston. I don't know if they're, I'm sure they're everywhere because there's not a lot of Hispanic content channels like yours on YouTube. No, not, TikTok, not in this space anyway. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. We have, uh, I have some friends that they have the, the spaces and um, we're growing on TikTok. We were um, every, every Thursday that I, that I do the live streaming. Uh, um, I have like two or 300 people in um, on YouTube and, 300 people on TikTok. So it's like 600 people watching the live stream. And, and that, that, that is crazy. It is crazy. And we have, we, yeah. we reach. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've even somehow I've gone into yours and I've been like, everybody's typing in Spanish here. And I've yeah. said, Hey, Louis. <laughs> and like, and you've, and you've said, and you've typed back, Hey, Steve, like somehow you catch that with 200 plus people watching. I'm like, Oh, wow. Okay. And, and, I mean, like, I, I don't know if I can, you know, live chats can be hard to follow, but um, we just reached 10 million views that I'm so excited. Oh, because nice. that. And, nice. Uh, but in the end, it's not me. It's the message. It's the, it's, it's the information. Uh, yeah. That's the important. I'm not the star. The star is the message. The star is, is the information. People come to the space not to see me, but to learn. Well, learn not from me, but they, for, from other drivers. And, and I'm, I'm like center focus on on that thought yeah like, you, you've got so you've got the charisma thing though because your energy and stuff when i watch it you know like so i mean like you your energy and you know you i not everybody could do it as i guess what i'm saying Yo tengo el picante, amigo. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember no, but, Louis, you were like one of the first people that when tip transparency was first starting to blow up you were one of the first yeah people. You were literally one of the first people to reach out, being like, "Hey, like, let's talk. You know, let's talk, right? You know, come on, let's do a live stream, right?" I remember that, like, you yeah. like before everyone else, like you were there already. I remember that. It, it, it was crazy. People were calling me like, "Do you know about this app called Para? Do you know about this app called Para?" And I was like, "No, I don't." But if I'm going to talk about Para, I need to talk with the owner. I need to talk with the CEO. So who is it? I went to the website and I thought. This guy is never going to answer me. And he did. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Like at the first, I, I, I don't know if I brought you uh, via Twitter or email, but David answer. Yeah, like, I think, yeah, I think yeah. you Facebook messaged me and then we emailed and we hopped on like that week. I remember that. That was great. Yeah. And 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 I was happy because uh, if, I, if you're going to talk about something, for me, it's important to be with the CEO, with the owner, not with the rumor. No, let's talk with the the, the guy who... Who manage the 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 technology and in this case was david and he answered and somehow you also keep up the energy in both i remember you're like 
enthusiastically interviewing me in English and then live translating it to Spanish. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> I invite Sergio from Rice, the, the from the Riser guy, a couple of days ago, and that was crazy. Like doing this, and he it never stopped. He was like, you know, he never stopped, and I was like, let me let me translate. <laughs> he was interesting. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I mean, look, we talk so many different things here. I, I try and make this around the person's channel usually, but often I, I haven't met the person in person. So I tried to tweak this out a little bit, but there's just some things we just can't overlook right now. We always talk about market to market differences here on this channel, um, Because a lot of newbies that come in too are like, well, why is this guy telling me this? I'm like, because that guy lives in a in a city of five million plus. You live in a city of a hundred thousand. Your cost of living is a third of his. So, big differences, you know. Like, I mean, there's just market to market can mean so many things. But I can, I feel like I can say this soundly now. And and David knows I talk with a ton of drivers I'm all so the time. Sorry. I mean, I have for years. My and, baby just, my baby just came here. Oh. Uh, we have a visitor, oh, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> mommy, mommy. <laughs> This is live. So the, 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 the best the best part about that was that it was your baby. <laughs> And not some random baby walking through the set. Oh, I, do, you, do you see it? I don't see it. Do you see a baby? I don't see a baby. It's a ghost. <laughs> But on market to market, um, things always vary. Some people say summer slowdowns. Some people say, I know people in Michigan who live in a summer market where three, four months of the year during the winter, it's closed. It's not slow. It's closed. So the summers are huge. Um, but right now, market to market across the country. And don't worry, guys, we'll come on the upswing on this too. But um, that pay is down. Everything's down. I don't know if you're seeing that as well. Um, at least on the on the normal giant apps. I mean, pay is just down. Orders are down. Um, there's a lot more onboarding, and I know that we have. I know part of the problem is oversaturation. The other part is uh, customer pricing increases right now, and that has led to less orders. We've seen this. This is just delivery space I'm talking about. Rideshares has its own struggles as well. But are you hearing this just day in, day out from people? Because I'm hearing it more than ever. And I'm even seeing it, even here on YouTube, I'm seeing people way more upset, content creators even, not all of them, but those that wear their, you know, their feelings on their sleeve are pretty open about, you know, nope, they're not stoked right now. Um, and this is, everybody kept saying, wait till September, wait till October. That's when it turns. And it's just not happening right now. Are you, are you hearing this constantly? Well, in my case, yes, it is like something that is growing. And I don't know if you noticed, but in the, the last interviews that I've been, uh, watching like, uh, Dara Kofra Shahi and, Also, Tony Shu and Spar Driver Executive, when they when they launch something, something that that they mention 
uh, is this is a part-time activity. This is extra earnings. Um, I, DoorDash launched a couple of weeks ago this new Hispanic Spanish uh, translation fe uh, feature feature in the in the app and for for Hispanic people for them to be able to translate and and that was great. But in, in the news that they launched in the in the script. Um, they mentioned twice about this is a part-time, this is extra money, and you have to read between the lines, you know. Oh, the yeah. message they are that they are sending is don't take this activity for full time. At least that's that is what I felt that they were like trying to convey. I don't know if you think the same, but definitely the 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 earnings are going down. So I think we're reaching to, to this moment where you have to really diversify oh yeah Definitely. you cannot <laughs> if you want to be in peace you have to you gotta have options yeah i mean multi-apping's almost been a i mean if you're full-time multi-apping has been a must for a while yeah in my opinion you know maybe somebody in some market can say no i like i know a, one of our, our friends random ryan he pretty much just does instacart i can't believe it he does it it works for him he's in austin and he does very well um And I know a couple other people like that too, but they are such a small percentage of the actual, because there's a 15% of the gig economy is, is full-time. 85% is 14 hours or less a week. So not only are they part-time, and then I can't remember what it is, it's like 65% is like seven hours or less a week. So it is, I mean, we got to remember those 85 aren't even, don't probably even ever come here to YouTube. It's a second job to them. They're just doing it for some weekend money, extra pay, paying off bills. But to those of us that do do it full time, um, this is, this is a hard time, but at the same time, I think it's a perfect chance and time for all kinds of things to launch. And I, and I think we're seeing that. And I'm not just saying that in terms of ParaPass, ParaWorks, or like a delivered, but we're just seeing more and more things coming up that, I mean, David can even probably list, I mean, you know, you don't need to, but you could probably list 20 right now that are kind of like up and coming because now is that time. All the platforms have got just trashed. They don't have as many orders. We always knew that the pandemic would come down for delivery. I mean, we did know that. Um, I guess everybody just wrote it out so long. They just thought, well, no, this will just be the new norm. Well, I guess the new when you increase the price on what became the new norm during a global pandemic, it shouldn't be shocking to see the volume go down. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's how I feel anyway. But I think the positive of this is it's an amazing time for new companies to start things, even if it's local area ones. Like, you know, I was I was thinking here, like, um, you know, better or fixed percentages you know like a, if you're going to start up a delivery company a, make it a fixed percentage make it very simple you get 80 we get 20 like uber back in the day or you know just don't have it be dynamic on every order don't have it be hidden work with transparency i think that you have a lot of wins there where i think that before the pandemic had you tried that you wouldn't have been able to fight and they would have put you out of business but i think there's enough drivers in a big enough community to Yeah, I think where it comes ahead, to is just like, you know, keep it simple, pay people well, treat them with respect. I mean, we've been working with a number of partners through ParaPass, 
right? And I think the ones that have actually done the best with drivers are local opportunities, uh, smaller companies. So that doesn't mean they're necessarily a local company, but, you know, a smaller company that is transparent with what they're paying the driver uh, that has like a live operations person, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. So, you know, we've yeah. worked with companies where they have like a drip onboarding system and they're a little bit more complex. But what we've noticed is, you know, one of our partners are working with FUDA. Like they're getting a ton of people signing up and that's because they're doing, you know, yeah. local food catering. They treat people well. Uh, you know, you can actually talk to a human and those are doing well. All the All the people in Chicago have hit me up lately because they've said, hey, FUDA's on... Parapass, I'm like, hey, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's like, but they all do know about it. A lot of these Chicago people know about FUDA before Para. Like, it didn't have anything to do with Para. They actually, however, they knew about it, they knew about it, but they weren't onboarded yet. Now they're onboarding through there or they're trying to, or, um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I saw Necro and um, even the people that frequent these lives, like, they're, they all are saying the same thing. Like, yeah, I know Fuda. And I do, you know, so how long has Fuda been around? Why don't we know about it? Because it's probably regional, right? It's not everywhere. Uh, no, they're they're regional, but they're pretty large. I don't know. They must be in 20 states or something like that at this point. So whatever, somewhere but between they, regional and national, basically. Is it, the, I mean, is it the same presence that they have in uh, Chicago, though? Because it seems like the Chicago people know. Yeah. But I think there's still no. Point. Uh, it will fall off a cliff. Left that did that to me in 2018, says John. No, but I think all of them are sort of like you know we're just seeing more and more of these, right? So food does doing well. We're trying to see delivered do well. But I sort of agreed with what John is saying here, right? You know, diversify, find ones that are well, and sort of uh, add them to your repertoire. Right? I was talking to our sort of old friend Bud Soda today, and it's the same thing. I think he's gone really full in on working with Food Fetched, which is doing catering delivery in upstate New York, and that's yep. great. But he's also still working for other apps. I'm not saying it should be that is. way, but and, you know, it's yeah. not like you're working all of the apps all the time. But I think that is just the current way you have to play the game to some extent. Is you just need to have options, and you need to, you know, hopefully stack some better options in in, in your hand, basically. Yeah. And also, you know, and I know an people... auto mechanic mechanic. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go, go, Steve. Oh, no, no. Go, go ahead. And also being open to do different things. Not not you don't have to like do delivery, but we have also different platforms. Tomorrow I'm going I am going to launch on my channel a video about WAC. That is this app that you can walk dogs. Um, I wanted to do something different. Uh, for example, you, I, I you receive orders like like uh, to yeah. walk golden retriever and it's like twelve dollar dollars uh, plus tips. I receive this to this another this twenty three dollars uh, Sharpay dogs and you can uh, like walk them. And I was like, this is interesting. And I walk a dog and that it, it was so fun. And I'm not saying that we have. I mean, what I'm trying to say is we have to be open. Uh, because yeah. there are so many platforms, and not only DoorDash or Grubhub or, or Uber, so many that you can use to, to you know, increase little by little the amount. Yeah, I, th I think the one difference, like Hannibal does it, Hannibal's primary app is Rover. Mm. And I think the difference between Rover and WAG, Rover's also for animals too, but the difference is, is that Rover's more of like a long-term commitment and more of a true IC thing, whereas WAG feeds you orders 
Like, hey, mm -hmm. go walk this dog tomorrow. So like me personally, I have a dog. That's family to me. So mm -hmm. I'd rather have somebody like Hannibal walk it than just a, some random off an Uber type app. You know, like that's just me. I don't know. I guess there are people who need it, you know, whatever, last minute. And uh, it is what it is. I, I guess, you know, I've never done WAG, so I don't know. But I'm curious how all these, I mean, are they always home? What if, I mean, is, are people giving you their keys? And because I, I got to say, like, I, I always question these things. Like, we're not bonded correctly, so. Well, the, the the onboarding process is not that easy. You have to even rec um, uh, make people talk about you, uh, come, uh, invite friends and and family to, to yeah, like referrals, uh, referrals like like uh, they they say it is um, like uh, I forgot the, the the word, but what they they do is they try to to create com confidence with you and the the onboarding process is not that that easy I'm, I'm i am going to give you the the exact word it is uh i, I, I have it here i have my screen testimonial yeah something like Testimonials. that so in, <laughs> yeah so um let me concentrate in in the end they give you Yesterday I made this this um, this walk and I went to a, a unknown person house. I put the code. I went inside the house, but I used my camera. But I'm sure that I'm sure that they are recording with cameras. I don't know. So I is that is a friction there. That is weird to get into someone's house and take the dog. Mm -hmm. that, but in the end, you are you are outside walking a dog, and it's kind of fun. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, options, different options. A spark driver, for example, because of the situation right now with a spark driver that so many drivers buying uh, accounts and, and the saturated market is crazy what's going on. I stopped doing a spark driver um, uh, from Walmart and, and I stopped doing that app, using that app like for three months. And in three months, four months ago, you just have to pick up food. Uh, orders, groceries. Now the money is in the shopping. So if you want to earn money, you have to do the shopping. Th that that is where the money is. So the the apps change. So you have to change your mindset. So I I don't like to do shopping, but if you want to earn money with Spark, you have to do the shopping. So it's about open your mind, or you're gonna lose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, plus, let's be honest, Sparks always had their own driving fleet, and they're just increasing it and increasing it and increasing it. So, I mean, Walmart Spark was a, it was a great thing. I know people who made money off it for a long time, and its honeymoon period lasted longer than most. But, I mean, even as David and I were talking about last week, there's a lot of bots on Spot Spark now, too, um, grabbing up these orders. And it's just not... I look, I was never, I never even got off the wait list of Spark. Um, but to be honest, like Tony and Lisa, Tony, the driven daddies in my market here in Denver, and and they were, they tried it. And we just, some of our gig market here is amazing, but some things never were that great. And I mean, that Spark, even from the beginning, was never that great here. And people just doubted us like that. How can that be? But, um, you know, I guess one of the biggest things I want to ask you guys about, because look, we talked about this at the GigCon and about at the town hall specifically, um, legislation's coming. Uh, 
Um, you know, one of the newest ones to happen was last week that the judge ruled that Uber, DoorDash, and Grubhub cannot block New York City's new wage rule for $18 an hour, um, or I'm sorry, $17.96 an hour, or 50 cents a minute. And here's where, so this is a all Prop 22, all, all these are different. But I think that this one's interesting because New York City did this same thing with rideshare. It was more. It was like $27 and something. But now they're doing it for this. It didn't work for rideshare. I'm, I'm curious what you guys think of this because I always think floor meets ceiling. These, these Uber, DoorDash, and Grubhub are not going to make up the differences for the people that the study claimed most people doing these apps in New York City make $11 an hour. I'm thinking, dude, there's no way. Because if you're doing it that much, you don't live in New York City. There's no way you could even afford to live homeless in New York City for that. So to me, I'm like, that can't be true. I know a lot of times these are like a 60-person survey. And a lot of those people might be people who just sit at home and are looking to cherry pick that those great offers. And they're counting all that time as work time. But that's not work time. Work time is active time. So... To me, there are people I know who earn great in New York City, 40 bucks an hour. But this is what happened with rideshare. And I just have this feeling we're going to see that 40 become 30, 32 at best. And they're going to be making up the difference for the ones who can't hit that 1796. What do you think about that, David? What's going on with New York? I want to hear you. I was sort of looking it up on the side here because I know at a high level, but I don't know the details of what happened. I know, for my impression, was basically they tried to say that it was unconstitutional for a city to be able to set minimum wage laws targeting a specific mm -hmm. industry, right? Which is the same thing they did with rideshare, though. We already yeah. saw in the same city. Yes, <laughs> like I think that was sort of where they were... Uh, claiming right and i think actually i'd like to give you my opinion i think all three of us i think agree on this which is it goes back to sort of the theme where steve was saying earlier which is legislation is coming right legislation is coming everywhere and has come and it's everywhere. everywhere right and i feel like legislation is the way in which yeah. some of these problems do need to be solved and like it or not legislation is going to happen so that's why i think drivers do need to mobilize to have their voices be heard because you can say, hey, you know, having a minimum wage could affect some of the people who work more often than not. You could say some people believe pros or cons on minimum wage versus, you know, other ways to sort of regulate this. But at the end of the day, I think where I go to is, uh, you know, make your voice heard because this is coming to affect you. But what do you think, Louis? New York is a war zone in the delivery world. Is is uh. I, I live in a small town and it's really easy to 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 do delivery here, but not in Manhattan. In Manhattan, it's a war zone. It's a weather, cars, traffic, buildings, uh, bikes, bad actors. It's crazy. I will be scared to work there. So yeah. what I... <laughs> 
Halloween a corner like oh. dude have you seen have you seen those bikes with like the gloves right where they have like the warm glo warmer gloves yes. on them mitts because that's what you need to to bike in the cold right I'm like dude that is that's rough right? so I'm happy for them by the way hello Cody I'm happy <laughs> for them I'm happy for for but what I can stop thinking about what the apps are going to do what are they going to change because for example in california they have the adjustment the mm. weekly adjustment and, and the prop 22 and 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 what door does and they did for example is they increase the base pay so the adjustment for the delivery people they they don't see the adjustment because they they increase the base pay <laughs> so they are receiving enough money so don't, they don't do the miles adjust i mean they They really put the minus in the numbers, uh, not in a good way for the drivers. So what I'm thinking here is what what is uh, Uber, Grubhub, DoorDash? What are they going to do to to affect the drivers? Because um, it it sounds good right now, but you know these companies. These companies, I mean, like you say, floor met the ceiling. Yeah. And I, I that's my concern though, is if you lose the hustlers and look guys, I'm not saying that if, if you are one of the people in that survey who only makes $11 an hour, I'm not saying you're lazy. I don't know exactly what you're doing. You might be new. You might just not be, I mean, like, look, I was in the, I was in the bar and restaurant industry for several, for decades. And I can tell you not everybody's cut out for it. They're just not. I mean, that's just, and I'm not saying that's necessarily you, but I mean, that's, that is kind of some of the way I think sometimes, because if I've had a job that I'm not crushing it at or loving and the pay's not right, I've moved on to a different job. You know, it's not, I don't know. You just, you can't, I mean, it's, it's not yet insanity where it's like, you know, what did you expect if you keep failing day after day what do you expect because yes you can get better at it and learn some tricks and multi-app and all this but some people might not live in the best spot to get the best order some people might not it might be so oversaturated the week that you join that you're like what is this i'm getting nothing it might same area the next week might be really good to join um so there's just so many factors that to the newbies that come in and stuff i I get a little concerned because I, you know, we talked about this before and I, I was going to present this to you guys today because Gig Geezer and I were talking about this was, um, is, is the gig economy because people are losing their jobs. We're in a recession. Inflation's through the roof. Um, and you know, bottom line is thumbnails, video titles, all this is, is, Our creators, and it's not a bad thing, but our creators on YouTube glamorizing the the gig the gig apps. Like, do some people see our thumbnails and make two thousand a week, and they just lost their job or whatever, and they're thinking about going to get another one? Now they're like, well, wait, I can make two thousand dollars delivering food. That is a that is a good opinion. Well, in my case, my thumbnails, uh, no. They, we, no, I'm, no. And again, it's, it's I'm a little dark with my thumbnails. I'm yeah, like, yeah. And and I'm I'm, like, I'm kind of the same way. I'm definitely now. not like boom, Run! ten grand. Or, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, um, but it was a but it was a good interesting point, and we talked about it. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. Like, is it over glamorized? Because I know a lot of people do find their way done here, and maybe at a bad time in their life, you know, they just lost their job, whatever, and now they're like, wait, and they do see these thumbnails, you know, like I. Gig, we'll use the van space specifically since it specifically shouldn't offend anybody, but gig geezer drives a, um, a cargo van or a sprinter van. There are people who have videos out there that say you can be making five grand a week. If you just spend 500 on a sprinter van, that's a complete lie. That can't happen. You cannot get it going for that. Uh, there's just so many things like wrong with that, but I wonder if it is a little over glamorized. And what I told Geezer was people just need to make sure that with that, they're telling people like maybe they did make two grand, but make sure you tell people you worked a hundred hours to make that two grand. Cause that will be the flip side of where they're like, well, I'm not going to work a hundred hours. Well, just in, in, in my transparency, view, in my just, view, yeah. If you go to put TikTok, it all out there, you can find a, a bunch of people saying, ah, I made 2000 in three days and things like that. So yeah, it is something that is going on, and and of course is is a is a is an issue that create more drivers and and it, it make uh, the gig economy work more attractive. Definitely, it's something that is there for sure. I think we may have lost Steve for a second. We were quite, I, I stopped talking to because I, I, I can spend an hour oh, talking. <laughs> so I, I, I cut myself because if I don't okay. cut myself, I start talking, 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 and I never stop. So I got a, I got a question for you though. So you're in community. A lot of it is sort of DoorDash and food delivery. Yes. Like, what are the other apps that people are interested in or asking about? So let's there say DoorDash, go. Uber, Spark, those are obvious, mm -hmm. but like, what are people also interested in? Have you heard other things that people are talking about? Like what? what yeah. Right now, uh, the 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 most the most like three the most three the most popular three one three apps. Uh, ooh, that's Let's Tony and I live in Denver, so that's probably <laughs> part of this internet thing. So <laughs> the, the number the the three the top three uh, right now uh, the the one that works with the Temu delivery, TikTok Temu. Everybody is purchasing things on Temu. So the app, it's it's called On Track. That's the name of the app. The other one that is really popular right now is Deliveret, is catering app, the catering app The other that I've been hearing a lot. And the other is Drop Off, is medicals, medical delivery thing. Mm -hmm. I never tried it. Uh, I applied to deliver it. I, I haven't been uh, able to to get in. And on track, Wait, is there is there a deliver it? Or are you talking about delivered that or delivered? God, there's delivered. so many. Del <laughs> <laughs> and sorry about my French, but yeah, it's uh, it's like but which was it delivered or delivered that? Uh, uh, no, it's not delivered that. I know okay. delivered that is like deliver. Let me let me. I, I have the. The link I'm going to be amazed if there's another one called Deliver It. <laughs> That's just too many Deliver uh, Deliver That, yeah, is one. Geekwise. Hey, Geekwise. Yeah. Um, I have the, 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 the link here. I, I'm going to show you the, the, the name of the... You can talk about 
politics right now why i'm here <laughs> <laughs> well david i, I want to know what you think uh, i don't know david you might be a little oh there we go um what you think about i mean this i mean do you think it's over glamorized do you think if people come on here and search doordash what they might see out of the box delivered, yeah, delivered. okay delivered yeah delivered's great so we like delivered mm -hmm. they're growing really fast really popular right now uh yeah. and I, i'm going to show you the other one just to and for the audience to see. This is the Temu that, that works with Temu on track. How on can track. they even pay pay you to, to do that? Because if, if, am I wrong? Isn't Temu the one where you can get things for like a nickel? Like, <laughs> yeah. Things yeah. are like a dollar. It's like the dollar store. It's like, <laughs> you know, so I mean, like, it seems like the delivery would cost more than the item. It's just scary. It's just scary. I don't know what's going on, but it's, I don't know what's the plan, uh, but earn market, but well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, people, yeah. so I have heard of on track before. Do you have people had a good experience with it? Like how, how does that work? No, I, I haven't heard a good um, experience. Uh, everything that I heard about on track is, is that is not good, but I try to, to, to get in and sign in just to try it on and to show it to the audience. Yeah. But, but the, 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 the people who, who showed me the app, they say that it's not good. Yeah. But I mean, I guess part, part of that is that, you know, sometimes we do that. I mean, I've done it too with apps. I'll be honest. Like people are like, this is the worst app. And I still on board to it just to give that first hand, like to agree with them. Or not, you know, but usually agree with them. Like, yeah, I got on it. It sucks. Not going to be using it. The other one is uh, Viho. Viho. Viho has uh, been around. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the problem with Viho right now is that the bots crazy. Yeah. The bots reach yeah, Viho. Yeah, exactly. oh, it, it is almost impossible to. And the, the deliver, the, the package delivery was shipped. Uh, that that option is uh, for do, to do the target delivery boxes and and it's interesting that one. yeah I've, I've been on shipped for a long time i've been on uh i was on viho when it first started so actually in the very beginning there was a, a viho's honeymoon period with me in this market was about three months and it was great then it went to complete crap almost in like a week mm -hmm. i mean it just crashed and burned it didn't even kind of fall um and there and it was impossible to get ones but the ones that there were were just awful um and they started expanding them too like in the beginning it was very small areas you know you'd have like 12 deliveries but it'd be like in a two mile radius yeah so it was uh i don't know if they lost it to other companies because there's so many i've told people this all the time there's so many last mile courier apps out there there's more courier apps than all the other apps put together <laughs> i mean i'm not getting i'm on I mean, if I were to tell you guys, like, so just to give you an idea, I'm on Bungie, Runner, um, still on Point Pickup, even though that does nothing. Um, Mothership, Freight, Dispatch, Amazon, Flex, I'm on waiting list, uh, Drop-Off, um, uh, Easy RX Deliveries, um, uh, Partner, um, GoPuff driver through Parapass, Viho, uh, Gopher driver, Fetch. Um, I even signed up for Laundry Pickup, but I've let never me, used it. <laughs> let me show uh, the, the spelling of the app. And I want to ask David, 
What do you think about bots? For me, it's interesting to know your your it Gitwise. Gitwise, this is the, the showing name. Us on track. It's showing us on track. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. on track with yeah. with the C. Yeah, the second way the second way you wrote it, Gigwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what 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 are your thoughts about bots, David? Yeah, I mean the bots suck, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's actually the reason why Steve and I were talking about this is the number one asked thing we've had from people on our uh, platform is Spark, right? So we've actually been working on a Spark integration. Uh, we nearly had it a while ago when we finally put our attention back on it and we have a Spark integration, right? So we actually have auto decline for Spark but auto decline isn't the problem with Spark right now, right? The problem is the bot's taking all the trips, mm -hmm. right? So auto decline isn't that helpful because everything's taken. You have nothing to decline, right? So mm -hmm. it doesn't really make sense. But what we found with Spark is the only, like the best thing for us to be able, what most drivers you talk to on Spark want us to do is to basically build them a bot. They are saying, hey, I don't want auto decline. I want auto accept. So if I set these parameters, can Para go and accept those trips for me? And to me, I guess the reason we've not released that is it just feels wrong to me, right? So the difference between auto accept, auto accepting Spark is effectively being a bot, right? I mean, it's a little bit of a more selective bot, but because of the way that Spark works, if I build an auto acceptor for you, Louis, you're taking that trip away from somebody else. Definitely. That just doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. Right. That's actually something that we've built, but haven't released because I just don't think it's the right thing to do. So that's how I feel about it. Um, this is a, a funny story. I have this friend who who I have this friend who used to live here in Houston and he decided to move to Florida. And he told me, I need you to help me to sell the car, the, my car. I need you to sell the car. And I, I told him, listen, I'm not going to get into it. I'm just going to be like, in, I'm going to be there, help you, but with you on the video. I'm, I'm not going to like, yeah, yeah, you, I just need you to have the car. And when the guy comes, you just give him the car. Okay. So the guy comes and they were negotiating. And there was a moment with, when, when they... Uh, um, stop talking for a second and I start talking to the guy and the guy told me, well, you know, I'm here. I'm Hispanic. Uh, uh, I'm here and um, I, I sell bots. I sell bots. I have the Instacart bots. Do you do do, do you do delivery? And, and I yeah, I do delivery. Well, I have the Instacart bot. You have to download another app. It's not the same app. It's a different app. And you, you, I, I, you pay me $120 per week. And look, this is the app. And he showed me the freaking app. And it was crazy. It's like the Instacart, the Instacart app, but um, it has these filters. And well, for example, I, I just want to take orders, $20 orders and, and with these mild distances. And, and like it's like a filter. And grab the order. And he, he I mean, he doesn't... He, You don't have to be you don't have to be like in the in the parking lot of the of the grocery store. You can be like 20 miles away, but uh, trick the app and and the app is going to think that you are there. It, 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 that is what's going on. That's why people cannot have uh, earn money with Instacart. It's crazy what's going on right now. And I don't know why apps are not doing like nothing. So yeah. it's crazy. 
and you get tired. That's why I don't use Amazon Flex because to have a, a, a freaking uh, uh, block, you have to sweat to get one and have a bot and wake up in three at 3 a.m. And it's crazy. I get tired. And if I have to work that hard, that's it worth it? I don't think so. Yeah, I agree. I see a Carnifage actually had a comment up here, which made me happier, which was um, even before that is like, you know, I think Carnifage is going to do a uh, ParaWorks trip in an hour and a half, which I thought was pretty great. Oh, wait, that so, must be way up. That was a little bit further up. But I also like this, have you tried skip cards? And the reason I wanted to highlight that is actually uh, those are two of the ones that are just about to come to ParaPass, actually. So skip cart we're launching in a couple cities later this week. So if you're in Chicago, Austin, or D.C., you'll be able to sort of skip the line with the Parapass profile, basically. So I think it's the same thing there is give it a shot. Uh, you know, it's 7-Eleven. Sometimes the trips are great. Sometimes they're not. But the good trips I've seen are pretty good. And it goes back to what Louis was saying earlier is just find more things in your arsenal. So skip cart is coming. Uh, and you also mentioned one earlier, Steve, which is uh, drop-off. So we actually launched sort of a pilot with drop-off down in sort of southern Florida last week. And they yeah. had an interesting opportunity about sort of dropping laundry leaflets off, off at people's doors. And they were offering 50 cents per drop off at a door, but which sounds bad, but in one neighborhood, there's 20,000 doors and you don't even need to deliver it by car. So what we've noticed is the people who are doing it are making 30, 40, 50, 60 bucks an hour because, I mean, every door is 50 cents and some neighborhoods that, you know, hit an apartment block, that's a lot of, you know, money very quickly basically yeah. uh so yeah. i think really sort of on that you know on that vein trying to sort of get some of these other good ones into the app yeah uh bordura here is saying that um by the way really interesting avatar <laughs> it's it's not what you think man i zoomed i zoomed in i zoomed in earlier it's a broom in front of a wall yeah it's a what it's a broom in front of a wall. Oh, <laughs> nice! Ooh, your mind's in the gutter, bro. That's what I—that's that, <laughs> what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were doing a live stream. I had Zach, I had Zach on, and he put in the in the in the private chat in all caps. He goes, "What the hell is that?" About what he's saying, uh, he <laughs> mentioned something about location and yeah, was, changing location. Yeah, and I don't know if you he if you read the the email that uh, Spark Driver sent. I don't know if I'm able to share a screen. Uh, let me see if I can. Uh, this is this is the screen. I don't I don't know if I'm able. I oh think. yeah, I can I can put it up there. And this is what they say about the location. Um, they say that uh, photo of yourself. Um, let me, uh, let me, aha, here. Using bots, apps, or other automatic devices to accept all offers or spot your location is prohibited. We're taking steps to ensure that any driver uh, using third-party software are deactivated from the platform. So, I don't know. It's, it, for, to me, it's better to, to, to keep safe the account. Like, But maybe, is, is she talking about is she talking about an app doing it or is she talking about actually change? I've heard of other people using other sparks or, or changing their market kind of almost. I think what she's talking about here is location changers. So like, like 
spoofing your location basically yeah if, if that's the case just i mean obviously the thing we always say just if that's the way you're gonna go be careful you know i mean that's, yeah i don't i wouldn't do it i wouldn't recommend it it's not worth it if if you care about the app it's not worth it you won't go to jail for it but it's not worth it if you could get caught just want to put it out there but um but, but by the way and i'm trying to protect you bordura i'm trying to protect you because what i heard about uh For example, changing the phones, they are doing things about that. If you open your app in your Android and then you change it to the i to the iPhone and 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 vice versa, that is going to be a problem. So protect your account. That is the most important thing to do. Yeah, yeah and and don't and don't think Walmart won't be one of the first to really come at this. I know a lot of apps just kind of sit by when these things happen, but Walmart's not gonna. Walmart's about making a profit. They always have been. These other apps have never made a profit. So guess what, guys? Walmart's going to come after it. They're going to get to the root of the problem or else they'll, they'll eliminate the problem. They, they're not going to screw around like some of these other apps. So um, I have a question for Louis, actually. Louis. Uh, so I remember when we were in Denver and I sat around the fire and you had a pseudo friend who basically was telling me that I need to translate the app into Spanish. Uh -huh. So... Uh -huh. Uh, I actually pseudo friend. pseudo friend. <laughs> It's a reference that <laughs> I was sitting all, right we'll, there, man. We will, we will all get. We will all yep. get. But uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, we're 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 gonna do it, basically. Ooh, that is great. I don't know if you can hear the applauses. I don't. <laughs> do you hear the applauses? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I need your help, though. So I need to like make sure that it, but we hadn't built the app in a way where it auto translates, right? So we have to go in, we have to modularly change it. But you know, that's one thing I probably would love to pass by you before we do it, or pass by your community is you know we're gonna pay somebody to translate a bunch of the app professionally. But even then, there's going to be small changes, tweaks, phrases. You know, probably confusion even just with the word "para," right? I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say that there's some words that are omitted. Yeah. That then won't make complete sense when. But "para" in Spanish, in Spanish, is great. Oh, I know, oh, I know, yeah. but but then it might confuse the sentence. But I guess what I'm saying is, we're gonna do it. I promise that night we're gonna do it. The team is gonna start working on this, basically. But and I would love to sort of pass that up. Uh, by you, by the community, just for feedback. Because I'm sure right. you know, the first time around, it's not going to be perfect. And so, you know, more feedback is always better. But I wanted, since we had you on here, to basically say that uh, we're going to do it. And my hope is, I think you told me that night that if we did that, it would make, one, a lot of current users happy, but two, it would get more people on the system. So, you know. No, I'm really happy for that. You know. What I've been trying to do is is like breaking the the language barrier because there are a bunch of great drivers, but having an Spanish option is just amazing. So great, I'm I'm waiting for that. Yep, yep. I told the team uh, that we're getting on it today, so we're we're getting started. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that in the very beginning that was something we never even discussed. It's just uh, yeah. one year. <laughs> I mean. You know, maybe it was maybe it was just smaller thinking. It wasn't. Yeah. No. 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 I think it's also like when you first build an app. You're like, when we first started at Tip Transparency went crazy, and we're just doing whatever yeah, we exactly. to get an app out. I don't think people realize this, but when we first launched Tip Transparency, it was a text service, right? So you'd enter a number and we text you, 
uh, at the peak of tip transparency, it was costing like thousands of dollars a day just in text bills. Right. So there was basically like, yeah, you remember that. It was like literally like $8,000 a day just in like texting bills. Right. Like it was like crazy. So we were like, we just need to build an app that comes out tomorrow and whatever I, shit it is, $8,000 a day has got to stop basically. I, I, right? I remember, I remember my comment to David was, uh, Man, just upgrade to the unlimited text plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't think the companies found that funny though. <laughs> no, it was like I, one day I spent like $18,000 on text bills, right? It was like the craziest thing ever, right? But then so we were just like, whatever it takes to get an app out tomorrow. So there was no thinking of like, let's make the language translatable, let's make it so that the pieces can eventually replace text etc it was just we have an eighteen thousand dollar fire and we need to put it out basically right so but now we're finally going to go in and do the painful thing because you know we want to serve the community so that, yeah. that is great that is great uh and and that 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 is why events like the kick fest that we're going to do next year is important because there is the hispanic community is not connected to some they don't have an idea about the Kirby board, the GeekCon, none of these events. So that's why we have to uh, connect uh, Para and different companies with them. So it's, it is, uh, I hope to see you in May and we're going to keep talking uh, for sure. I mean, it will it'll be my birthday and I'll be there. So nice. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll find my way to make it down there too. I've told Tom with the TNC radio, he's out of Houston too, that I will get there. I will get there. I've never got there. It's David's birthday. It's the event. So I guess let's, uh, can we kind of end with that? Can you tell us a little more about the event? Like how will it differ from gig, uh, con? And this is a, this is a primary question. It's clearly a lot of the community will speak Spanish. Um, yeah. Does a lot of your community is a lot of your community bilingual? Yeah, uh, no. They basically, well, the companies that you're gonna find there, mostly they they are uh, uh, companies that work in English. That where we are trying to do is connect them with the Hispanic community. So mostly my my community is mostly Hispanics, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're gonna find a bunch of Hispanic. Uh, but it's not only for Hispanic. I mean, if Uber or or Para or any company is gonna be there, if and, and you are an, a non-Hispanic uh, speaking driver, you, you you have to go because you these companies are gonna be there and 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 gonna give you information that you're gonna need. Um, well, we'll just find a couple people that can translate for us too. For sure. If we're going to be sitting at a pair of booth, we'll just get a translator. <laughs> uh, what, what, what I don't want to have there, I love Curvibor. In fact, Curvibor, the driven yeah. that was uh, saying that I was uh, a scapegoat. Maybe, but I I got to meet the Spark Driver team in the Curvibor, and they give me information. And that's why these events are important, because you get to connect with those type of I think he was talking about your pseudo friend. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, you were the scapegoat of him. Yeah, that was because <laughs> Tony was there too. That's the oh, sorry, he was there too. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know there's a lot of people going. What? Why won't you guys just tell us the story? Look, 
the bottom line of the story and i won't uh, the bottom line of the story was you should have been there come to the next yeah one. but no we were just all <laughs> having we were just all having a lot of fun having having some drinks and it was late that's yeah. the end that's all you need to know yeah you can we, you you can come in in may and we will we, we are going to tell you the story so <laughs> the different year and i am going to i'm going to be in Kribor this year of course i'm going to be there um the difference when i when i went to the Kribor I, what I found was little robots and little self-driving. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is the enemy. Yeah. What am I doing here? You know? Yeah. And I don't want that for, for th this event. What I want is uh, companies that can help drivers, even banks uh, um, and, and, and companies and realtors that can show you as a geek driver, how can you... Uh, reach uh, the goal to have a home or maybe um, technology is part of app. And we're talking for with Uber right now with the marketing to see if they can put some um, customer support people there. So if you have a problem, you've been deactivated, why don't you have an option to go to the event and, and do something about it? And that's why that's, that is what we are trying to do to have an event that really, that can really work for you. And you can have something um, valuable from this event. Yeah, and I think if you think about Curvivore, it brought together a bunch of interesting companies, interesting people, interesting representatives. But the core theme was sort of like the curb and delivery and robots. Yeah. But what they did really well was, you know, I think, you know, Louis, you were there, I were there. We met a bunch of interesting people from a bunch of different places. Like, I want to, if you can do the same thing, but with the driver as the center, wow, it's going to be great. Of right. course, and, and and let me tell you, I am going back to Curvivore. I think it's a, an amazing event, and I loved mm -hmm. it, and I am going back. Yeah, and it's actually this year. It's on Sergio's birthday. I'm going to go, too, because uh, the two days before it or the three days before it, it's on a Friday, but the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is podcast movement in L.A., <laughs> So, right. and then Sergio's birthday, the, the Sergio, when I told, I told Sergio the date and he's like, why do you know? And I don't, but I told him and he was, <laughs> he's like, that's my birthday. It's like the March 28th, whatever the Friday is or whatever. I can't wait to see birthday Sergio. It's gonna be <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. You guys, Sergio is awesome all the time, yes. but in person, he's a, uh, he's awesome. He's a lot, he's a lot of fun. <laughs> um but so yeah i guess uh, you know i'd love to come support myself Pero would love to come support this event so i'm super excited for that event so I, yeah. i'm excited too and i, I think that's i mean that that really should be the deliver it's all of the the like i was saying this is the time of entry all those should be there it's the giants that don't belong you hmm. know but everything else belongs there show your name show your face even to people who work in different markets and whatnot I think the main thing with Curbivore is is Harry getting the word out to drivers. He needs to collect more than California drivers, um, you know, whether it be creators or whatnot. He needs to to really sell them to get there because then they can get back to their markets and push for things. Um, but yeah, yeah, you guys were mentioning the robots. I have to say that the the Uber Eats robots that they use Starship technologies. Um, there's articles out this week that they've been sharing video that they shoot on the street with the LAPD. Hmm. And I'm actually very concerned by that because that's a big brother move that Uber should not be involved in. 
nor should Starship. Because there's no it's like it's it would be like me live streaming a rideshare ride, and if I got license plates on it, I'm in trouble. Well, that's the same thing because it's not a license plate, but you might be getting my face on a camera. So I don't know. I mean, I know there's things out there trying to help with like or like orange alert or what you know, when a kid goes missing those kind of things to try and track somebody down. But this seems a little too far. Um, we already, I mean, we already have issues with these things. And I mean, to be honest, they're expensive. Um, they're way too expensive in, in my opinion too. Um, but they're expensive and, uh, and they don't really work well. I don't know. I mean, they, you know, look, let, let me just, hopefully this is a good one. Let me just show you guys a second of, of how these things are treated. Oh, man, look at Somebody knocked him over. Who is it? It's Austin. Austin got robbed. What happened to you, Austin? Yeah, you better say thank you. This is the second time I've saved you, Austin. Oh, somebody's getting fired. You are such a fuck-up. The robot is stuck in the middle of the street. They got to go around the robot. Uber, come get your boy. So that's that's technology, people. That's what's going to replace you, delivery drivers. <laughs> <laughs> but they learn <laughs> trying to be optimistic. Optimi- yeah, optimi- but it's it, it is scary to me that not one weird paper, but a lot of papers, a lot of articles out this week about LAPD getting bot footage from these. That's that's scary. That doesn't seem very legal. Um, I didn't click a box to agree to that. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, um, it just doesn't seem right. Uh, I know when we were at Curbivore, they had a delivery robot versus delivery robot race. So I'm hearing that Louis event is that we're going to have to have a human versus robot race. Oh, that sounds good. That is a good idea. Right. Yeah. We, 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 we had a little delivery robot race and let's see. We had a little hashtag that was, uh, no tip robot trip. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, about um, this is the, a delivery issue, right? But what what happened with the self-driving cars? I've been watching this footage of cars in San Francisco, like uh, closing the street is crazy. What are your thoughts about about those situations? They, you know, they hype it way more than it is. Even the people in the companies I've talked to them, they, they, they say we hype it way more than it is. It's I work anywhere that, near. People don't know that I worked at a company in that space, doing sort of like algorithms for autonomous cars, like back in like 2017 for like two years. It was like a startup. Mm-hmm. Put dash cameras in cars, forward collision warning, but it was actually collecting data to like train algorithms mm-hmm. back in 2017 that was when like it was like peak of the hype right and everyone's like self-driving cars are going to be here in 2020 all these companies are saying by the tokyo olympics 2020 2021 
uh, full autonomous is going to be there. And everybody was saying that, right? And if you look now, we're so far away from that. You know, it's just, you know, and I remember at the time, all the business people like me were saying that and all the engineers were just like grabbing their heads being like, there's just no way. I think you guys just don't understand. There's no way we're going to do this in the next three years. Right. Uh, I do think with the breakthroughs in current AI, we are going to see another jump. Right. So I'm not I'm not sure technology pessimist. There's going to be. No, no, I'm not. I'm just a timeline pessimist. Yes. I just think these things are further and farther away than you think. Basically, yeah. and the best case for these technologies is still more of a train style, highway style thing, right? Uh, for now, so I think it's this idea of it's going to replace all of us one day. It will. Today's not the day. Tomorrow's. Not yeah, the day. no. I mean, from but the end, I've talked to engineers at Alto. I mean, one and um, and he was saying, look, there. He said, first of all, it. I mean, if we've heard this before too. It basically has to be an all or nothing thing. You can't have human drivers and it's literally going to have to move to something or have separate roads and separate lanes on highways. They can't because the insurances will never line up. Plus the, all the issues, snow stops them. The LIDARs don't work. Um, In San Francisco, the, or in California, the governor put them in the city of San Francisco, Waymo and Cruz. Um, But now the mayor of San Francisco, the fire department, the fire chief, police chief the police department they all want them out now they're nothing but problems they're causing accidents they're causing more accidents than humans which the old a couple months ago used to be debated when they were starting they caused less but now it's clearly more um we saw one have to be they've had they've moved a lot but we saw one had to be plowed by a fire truck because for whatever reason they block fire trucks a lot i don't know why um the same kind of thing that if I did, I'd get a ticket for. I just remember uh, I used to work with this guy, a very, very smart guy, one of the smartest people I've ever met. Uh, you know, he got like, uh, this is the sort of guy who got up. He was getting a PhD in physics. And while he was doing that, he got three master's degrees for fun while getting his PhD. Oh. You know, like as one casually does, is like electrical engineering, uh, you know, math, physics, uh, and mechanical engineering, you know, you know. Fun things, fun things. Yeah, (laughs) fun things all four at the same time. But I remember he used to look at us during that autonomous autonomous car hype and he's like, you freaking business people. He's like, you guys act like you've discovered a new law of physics, right? He goes, the only way we're going to be able to do what you are claiming is if you are Isaac Newton. Have you discovered a new law of physics? I don't know, right? He used to say that to us all the time. And every time people talk about this, I just think of him every time. The other the other problem is, is that people, look, David, you were talking about how, you know, they said 2021. Look, when I started the website, which, you know, was a lot, it was 2017. When I started that website, I was posting articles about VTOL, vertical takeoff and landing vehicles that were just going to pop around the rooftops of San Francisco, like, yeah, no problem. We'll just accommodate every rooftop to do this. Okay. That was going to happen by 2022, 100%. They were shooting for 2021. Um, in 2022, they had Uber helicopter. They just put Uber on a helicopter and said, we can do this. And it was like, well, you, helicopters have been around forever. And then if you guys know Dark Road Run, um, Joe, great guy he sent me he he's always he's a big video and photography guy and he sent me video of a 1950s commercial black and white 
that said, why would you buy a car? We're going to have flying cars. No joke. In the 1950s, it was like 1958 black and white TV. And they're talking about flying cars. We're making it sound like finally it's here. It's not, again, guys, do you know what the FAA, we talked about it one time, they've allowed one company to test in like an eight mile area starting in 2025. Test. If we're just at an eight mile area that people don't live in to test in 2025, this thing ain't starting anytime soon. Potentially not even this century. I mean... And do the, the same for the drones. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the drones, same type thing. I mean, like, where is the drone technology? We knew about the three California cities that were allowing it, but where's the data on it? Is it working or is it way expensive? Because I know those drones take a beating too. So they those are not cheap drones, those ones that can deliver. I actually just think, I feel like the autonomous car stuff is going to be more for medium distance things. I do think drones for deliveries are much more likely than any of those robots. Right? Yeah. I mean, drone, right? Like, <laughs> I need that button. <laughs> yeah, you, I think I feel like we're learning some here today. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. As far as autonomous, I'm not worried about it taking jobs from people. That's not a fear of mine. And I follow it pretty closely too. I just, to if anything, it's more of a joke, but I feel like they put it out there because if they don't, another company will. And then in eight years, when it does come around on some level, they'll be able to say, see, we've been doing it since 2020, but really nobody's doing it. You know, it's just, it's, they want to stay in and, and it keeps them in the press. It gets them a press plug every time they put if uber puts out an article about an autonomous car update they are in every newspaper in the country that day in the tech section so it's like all they got to do is open their mouth about it and there you go but i mean even other countries we're just we're just not there we're just not there um but uh so guys i mentioned this before this i think that's a wrap for the for tonight not for the week because David and I said last week that we will start doing the para lives on Thursday. So Thursday, we will be doing a para live. Uh, we have a guest. Um, it will be the same time the premieres have always happened. So this would have premiered then, but we'll, we'll put this up first. Um, but 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Thursday. And then on Friday on the audio podcast, you can find it as well. Um, but yeah, join us. We got dashing trader this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about kind of like his whole story and the love, the different levels he's been through and where he's at now. Cause it's a new, a new place he's at now. Um, but some of the things along the way, uh, and you know, a lot of other things too, but, uh, we've got a lot coming up, but this week we do have that second one. I want to thank obviously Louie for joining us. And if you haven't checked out his channel, um, I know there's some, I know um, a lot of people in the chat have uh, wrenches. So if somebody could drop his channel in there, but if you're not, you can find it in the show notes. Um, I can show you how to do delivery naked. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, really? This is just for subscribers. 
only Jesus Christ. His YouTube channel wouldn't be up anymore if he was doing that. <laughs> Pretty sure it's a violation. I don't know. Maybe it's not these days. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you haven't checked out his channel, check out his channel. Uh, especially, especially even if you're bilingual. I mean, I know a lot of bilingual people who watch our channels, but are you watching Louis? Mm. Should be. Come on, I'll be waiting for you. Yeah. So, um, you know, again, a very big channel out there, you guys. So anyway, until Thursday, um, and please join us here live because when we do these lives, we were doing them as premieres, like I said, and it was making the questions a little more difficult because people were wondering why the questions had already been going through. So we will be live. Bring your questions, especially when we're talking about parapass and stuff, because a lot of times we answer a question that many people are looking for the answer for. So it's like an FAQ. Um, but that said, thank you, Louie. Thank you, David. And thank you, everybody, for watching. I know this was a random day, a random time. So um, uh, be safe, earn smart, and we'll see you Thursday. For sure. For sure. Peace, y'all. Good night. Bye, friends. Are you the proprietor of a business selling shaving kits, meal packs, audiobooks, or anything else of the sort? Have you failed to tap the market of people who love hearing their favorite comedians talk about their boring lives? What's wrong with you? 57% of US consumers listen to podcasts every month. That's a lot of ears that could be hearing about your brand. Go to podbean.com brands to learn how it do. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com slash brands, and you could be the one talking instead of me.